Well, hello there. My name is CJ, and I am the host of Talking Shifts Podcast, a podcast that is a comedy podcast that has everything you're looking for. Well, maybe not everything you're looking for, but if you're looking for something different, definitely stop on by. My podcast can be found on any podcast platform. I talk about movies, strangest stories on the internet, music, there's a little about everything, kind of pop culture-ish. So if you're looking for something different, definitely stop on by the Talking Shifts Podcast, and I will see you on the next episode. What's up, Rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so don't be blasting it over the speakers at school or at work or some other public place that has people with sticks at their butts, okay? I'm assuming if you're listening, you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned, there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. Enjoy! Okay, I'm drinking another Red Zen. I started the show with a Red Zen, and I'm having mm-hmm. another Red Zen. But this one's called, appropriately named, Freak Show. Ooh, nice. <laughs> and I know a lot, like a surprising number of people seem to save corks and use them as decoration. Like a surprising number of people. That's okay. I can see like making a, ta- you know, like a table out of it, and then you like either put glass over it or you, you know, lacquer it up or whatever. But. No, if you go to Etsy, people have these weird like wall hangings to collect corks. Huh. It's, I didn't know it's that. a very weird like look how much we drink. <laughs> <laughs> or how many corks we found. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's so weird. Also, I guess it's a status symbol of like we drink wine with corks. <laughs> we don't do screw tops in this house. <laughs> no, no, no. There's nothing wrong with screw tops. And actually, a yeah, lot there's of literally wine not. is just the exact same as regular bottled wine from like any classy vineyard. Or, there's really not much difference. Yeah. It really isn't. It, it, it's the same as everything else where there's not that many distributors actually. So like the low end isn't that different from like the middle end. Yeah. <laughs> true that. True that. Although, you know what? I drank in college. Arbor Mist. I don't know if that's still a thing. That's right. Remember we talked about how you, you Arbor Mist out? That was delicious. Delish. It was Arbor like. This was delish. Peach juice. <laughs> 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 There's a picture of me on Facebook from college um, holding one finished bottle and a friend holding another finished bottle because we were very classy. <laughs> See, we could do it, boys. <laughs> what okay <laughs> what are you actually drinking right now is it what juice or water or what oh, i'm drinking water out of my like monster water bottle that i got my god that thing's huge i know it's 40 ounces <laughs> i've <laughs> so i don't drink caffeine so i just drink water like all day every day yeah. and i had a 17 ounce but i'm filling it up so often that i was like this is great i should just get a bigger water bottle be careful you don't, you know, flush out all your sodium. There's a funny, I eat plenty of sodium. 
Um, there's a there was a funny comedian I can't remember who who had a joke about that, and <laughs> in response to someone being like, "Look, my urine runs clear," and he's like, "Yeah, you've peed everything out. <laughs> <laughs> you peed everything out." It's just really funny. <laughs> I don't know why, but I never realized that your urine comes from your blood. Okay, like, I it goes through your bloodstream first. Either. And- I guess it makes sense. Like, where would any of the liquid come from? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I learned so many things as an adult that I'm like, did I go to 16 years of schooling? Because it doesn't <laughs> feel like it. I know. It's like the stuff that's important, I did not learn, apparently. Right? I've learned so much since high school and that I'm just like, wow, did they teach us this and I forgot? Because I don't think so. <laughs> Like, I know I was tired a lot, but I I wasn't doing any drugs, so I, I don't think they taught us this stuff. Hmm. Yeah, they definitely needed to teach us some of it, for sure. So much. I have a friend who's a public school teacher, and so she has to listen to me constantly be like, you should teach your students this. You should teach your students that. And she's like, well, I'm only allowed to teach certain things. I know. That's what sucks. <laughs> like, but right. can't you bring this to the board? And like, hey. like, yeah, But they're not going to do that. They're Have like, you Ugh. read the news lately? I don't think teachers should be bringing up anything they want to try to teach because they might all get fired or hung as witches. Exactly. Like, it's real bad right now for teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Including Mr. Branson. Well, okay. Is he even a licensed teacher, do you think? <laughs> No, we haven't even asked that have, question. Um, we we teach every subject in this school, right? We, that's what we do. Each because teacher teaches every subject. Fun fact: not all private schools require the same like licensing. So if that's where he was before, and then he changed his name, he might not even be like a licensed educator. Hmm. I bet he isn't. But wouldn't that have come up in the database? <laughs> <laughs> you would think at some point somebody would have mentioned this. No, we're not going to. You might have questions. We don't care. <laughs> like, did he even go to college? What? Why do we only know that, like, he changed his name? I don't know. And that he may have killed somebody. Isn't that weird? I know. It's Is really, it? it's really, yeah. I it's don't, really, it's, I, I don't get it. It's flabbergasting. <laughs> so, okay. So before rewatching this finale, what were you hoping for? Like, were, were you hoping, you know, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you an example. I yeah. was hoping that the person who turns out to be the killer wasn't as over the top in their performance as I remembered. Um, I was hoping that there was more intrigue around why the killer was killing than I remembered. Okay. There's, you wish the reason flat. was a little bit more in depth, I guess. You know, it just kind of seems like. Hey, I decided to start killing people, and here is also a secret about me. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Really, like a full, like in Scream the movie, it's pretty intricate what they've been doing. Yeah. Like they've all been doing it with a specific plan leading up to a reveal that they wanted. Right. And this just doesn't feel like there was the same kind of plan. Yeah, like it but it's random. also a shorter amount of time as far as the movie goes, you know, happens over like a couple of days. That's true. It just, it, it feels like, so why Nina? 
You know, like, why right. was that the first murder? It just doesn't all click together where you're like, oh, my God. Maybe everything, all these first murders were all red herrings to make you think it could be anybody. But which like, like there yeah, was no like rhyme that. or reason why these people were doing what, you know? It just didn't feel once we got the reveal of like, oh, that's why. Or like anything that I could be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It was more just like, oh. Okay. But then why? <laughs> yeah. Right. If you go back and you're like, okay, this move and this move and this move. And you're like, I think you could have done this differently. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as planned out as it should have been as far as like the writing goes. Yeah. There was no grand plan. It, well, okay. I can say like clearly they had the rough sketch of where they were going from the beginning. But yeah. the why just they didn't fill that out as much as they needed to. I agree. I agree. Also, I was hoping there would be more just thrill in general. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see if we're going to get there. Before we start, though, I actually uh, found a BuzzFeed quiz to figure out which Scream the TV series character you are. <gasps> Amazing. Okay. And I was going to get you to take it. I already took it, and I'll tell you who I got after we take yours. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So the first question is, which role would you play in a horror movie? Okay. And these are the, uh, there's like eight answers you can choose from. So the killer's accomplice, the mysterious one, the one who dies, but no one really cares. The comic relief, the main character's best friend, the killer, the main character, or the first one to die. I want to be the mysterious one mysterious one okay all right now each one has eight, eight answers okay wow so okay choose a horror movie the shining us jaws get out the babadook 47 meters down child's play or carrie Ooh, carrie okay what's your greatest fear betrayal snakes people <laughs> hating me spiders water Sharks, the darkness, people finding out the truth. The darkness. That was a wild list. I know. <laughs> okay, choose an animal. Polar bear, snake, raccoon, wolf, peacock, dog, fox, or cat. Peacock. All right, choose a band or artist. 21 Pilots, Post Malone, Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez, Billie Eilish, Drake, Camila Cabello, Ariana Grande. Taylor Swift. Okay, this one says which photo matches your aesthetic, so I'm just going to kind of describe it to you, okay? The first one's like a, a beachy thing with uh, palm trees and a purple no. sky. Uh, the second one's a black cat, really black with green eyes. Uh, the next one is a uh, like a, a wooden picnic table o overhead with orange juice and oranges. The other one is underwater, and it looks like a uh, jellyfish is swimming. Deep, deep underwater. Uh, the next one is some blue, rocky, snow-covered mountains. Another one is uh, like a piece of paper torn open in a hole with this woman and her pink lipstick on. It's a pink piece of paper. It's weird. Uh, the next one is somebody's 
hand. Oh, holding hands with somebody like, but knuckle like back the hands. You know what I'm talking about? Like this. Oh, okay. Holding That's hands. weird. Yeah, and the next one is a faint green uh, plant with a little white flower on top. I'm gonna say the black cat with green eyes. Okay. All right. Finally, which is the worst way to die? Oh my god. I know. <laughs> Car crash. Shark attack. Being burned alive, falling from a great height, starvation, dying alone in old age, being murdered or drowning. Starvation is definitely the worst. Okay, let's see who you got. You got Audrey. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> You're not surprised? No, I definitely think I'd be the weird one that everyone is like, is she a lesbian or what is going on with her? And <laughs> she also helps investigate crimes and stuff. <laughs> well, I got Emma. Oh. I'm the target. Everybody around You're, me dies. You also make bad decisions. Like really bad decisions. <laughs> really, really bad. Like, frankly, Emma, it's amazing that you've survived this long. And, and you know, uh, Anyway, okay, so with that done, um, I'll try to see if I can post the link to that if I can um, online somewhere. So look for it probably on Twitter, and uh, you'll have fun playing that along with us. Now, we are going on to the recap of the Season 1 Scream finale, Revelations. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) At the start, we are still at the dance. Sheriff Hudson is still showing on the big screen, all bloody and hurt, as everyone looks on in shock. Emma is wandering around looking for Maggie when she finds her. Maggie tells her that Seth Branson escaped. (gasps) She also says that the crime scene looks staged. Well, thank God someone is finally fucking getting a clue about the sheriff's (laughs) station. Because, like, how would Branson escape from jail, almost kill that guy, kidnap the sheriff, almost kill him, and then rig up a way to stream it to prom? In that short amount of time. I know. I'm like, come, come on. on now. Come on. Come on. Maggie is getting ready to leave, and Emma wants to go with her, but her mom says she needs to stay because it's safer there with all those deputies. I'm like, really? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. So she walks off, then Piper immediately comes up from behind Emma. I'm like, Jesus, she's still there. <laughs> Get a life, Piper. Girl, come on. Gah! She asks if Emma's mom is okay, and Emma says, no, definitely not. She looks at the screen and just wants to know why Mr. Branson would do this. And Piper says, maybe it's to get the police to look for the sheriff instead of for him. I'm like, okay, that's plausible, but then why stage a crime scene? Everyone's (laughs) so dumb. This doesn't make sense. Piper says she's going to the station to find out more until, you know, she's going to, excuse me. She tells Emma to be careful and not to trust anyone as she leaves. Um, Good advice. Good advice. Why would the police tell the local podcaster anything? (laughs) The out-of-town podcaster and we don't know where she lives. Yeah. It's really, yeah. Emma immediately tries to call Kieran, who we see is loading a revolver in his truck ominously. Mm, He looks really kind of pissed and he's looking, you know, 
his phone's ringing and she just leaves a voicemail telling him that Branson escaped and his dad is in trouble. <gasps> she hangs up and goes over to Noah, who overheard that Branson escaped. In a very Noah way, he says, one of those rare moments where I hate being right. You're not. I'm like, oh, fuck you, Noah. <gasps> Ugh, I'm so tired of him. I, like, I want to like him. I know. I, this, now is not the time for humble bragging at all. Yeah, none of you are right. None of you. Nobody's right. <laughs> anyway, Noah, the tech whiz extraordinaire, is busy trying to trace the signal of the video feed. He brings up that Brooke and Audrey aren't there and probably don't know what's going on. Unless they're the killers, maybe? Hmm? Unlikely, but come on, let's just add some, some doubt for the listeners. I mean, they didn't even try to introduce that one. I know. They really didn't. You're like, yeah, that's, no, there's no way. So Emma makes a call. Cut to Brooke's party has a ton of people hanging out, drinking, and swimming. In October. Where the hell is this show supposed to be, damn it? Also, how do you get this many people to show up to anything? I know. Well, she's rich. They don't care. It's so massive, though, that you'd be like, how would you get this many people to even drive to your house? This is ridiculous. You know it's out in the middle of nowhere. Right. It has to be. I don't understand. So Brooke is just standing there all alone, wondering where the hell her actual friends are. I'm like, make a call, girl. Come on. How dumb can you be? Also, how many actual friends do you have? Like three? Yeah. Two. How, maybe. How do these people point? all find out? If you don't. Right. And didn't you just plan this like earlier this afternoon? This is what I'm saying. Like, I this don't makes me also think that she doesn't know any of the ki- other kids in her school or these are also kids from neighboring towns. Right. She doesn't know the rest of the kids in her school. Nobody. (laughs) Nobody. Okay. Okay. This is like going back to what we said in the beginning. I don't think these kids are popular. I think they're just rich and mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Or they're so popular that they're exclusive. And that's why she doesn't have any real actual friends. And she doesn't know anybody else's name. Yeah, but, like, I think they're not popular because nobody seems to care that, like, half their friend group has been murdered. <laughs> like, all right, let's go party at this house. Right, like, they literally, nobody cares. Like, nobody seems to know who she is. Nobody cares about you, Brooke Maddox. That's, that would be her theme song. <laughs> <laughs> go screw a teacher, make yourself feel better. He needs attention. sorry i was okay anyway back at the dance emma can't get brooke on the phone and decides to text her instead meanwhile brooke is looking at her phone but isn't getting the text message all she has are older texts from emma wondering why she's not answering her texts she's sending her and it sounds like maybe the phones were cloned which could be a good plot device to split up the good the group further you know isolate people yeah, I will say that is a big jump on your part. You're really doing the writers a favor by saying that because at no point do they introduce that plot line or like potential. Um, but also my note was that like Emma's doing a lot more of her panting acting. Oh my God. Like that. <laughs> and she's like texting and panting and it's hard to make that exciting. Right. It's so intense. Ah, so intense. Suddenly, Emma's phone rings from an unknown caller. Just don't answer. 
Well, she does. She answers. It's the killer. Gasp. Who could have seen that coming? The killer asks if she's enjoying the dance. She tells them to let the sheriff go. And they say, nope. Tonight's the big finale. How meta. Get, you know. And then the killer says, got to make sure everyone's watching the horror show. People want to see blood and I'm going to give it to them. Oh, my God. It's so clunky. I know. I'm like, people, people want to see blood. Everybody wants what? What people? Right. I don't I don't want to see blood. <laughs> no. So Emma says, I'm going to find him and then I'm going to find you, you sick son of a bitch. She literally says it kind of slow like that. Not you sick son of a bitch. It's you sick Son of a bitch. <laughs> I think because she's like so uncomfortable with saying those kind of words that she's In like that trying sentence. to get it out. Yeah. It's just it doesn't come out of her mouth organically. No, I'm going to find him and then I'm going to find you. You sick son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this was the only take they did and they were like, it's fine. Let's go let's on. Just, let's get the shit done. We're done with this. <laughs> so that's when the killer says, then let's see what you've learned, Emma. Can you put all the pieces in, together in time to save him? Or will Daisy's heart be broken the way she broke Brandon's? It's up to you. But I can promise you one thing. It's going to be gut-wrenching. Which um, the killer says things that are like... uh important laugh moments before we know to laugh yeah which is a real like okay what does that mean <laughs> instead of like oh shit like, oh it, i bet you this now yeah <laughs> so emma hangs up and looks up at the screen again as the killer shows up on the screen and next to the sheriff and goes right up to the camera in the brandon james mask everyone screams ah screen title card which like okay if you guys could see how animated i am when i do that every single time i go slash and i go scream and i just wave my arms i don't know and, why like, usually my face stays the same she's pretty she's pretty stoic in that i just do we care if the sheriff is dead well i, I don't really i don't but i want to see how this is going to happen <laughs> all right so we pick up and emma tells Noah that the killer called about the finale and he says of course they did during a big ill-advised halloween dance and i'm like you freaking hypocrite you are at the dance isn't that ill-advised too also is this or is it not the safest place to be let's get clear where, when this is uh, where all the guns are in town right right well, I, I, I don't get it. I At don't understand poorly why. poorly lit, completely unsupervised because Piper just walks in, dance. Yeah. Nobody's like, no, there's no bouncers, no nothing going on. It's just. Where are all the deputies we keep hearing about? You know, it's Halloween. People could be walking in with like knives and they're like, oh, it's rubber. There's you know. literally no one checking anything. No, they don't care about these kids. <laughs> it's just a paycheck to them. <laughs> anyway so noah says he can try to trace more but they need to go his, don't go to his shop his you know all in one shop for his equipment but as they try to exit a deputy stops him and says sorry no one is leaving okay no okay so 
if the killer is in here, we're going to keep the killer in here with all the vulnerable <laughs> children. No one's leaving except for certain adults that get to come and go whenever they want to. Right? Yeah. This town is falling apart. And Emma is really put, laying it on thick. She goes, we need to go to the station or the sheriff is going to die. Yeah, what the fuck are you going to do, Emma? They're already out looking for him. I know. And Noah's like, oh, you know what? I have some clout. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, you should listen to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, kids. You are high school students. <laughs> Also, Granted, it's not you're like doing they a better have, job at this than they are, but still. They don't have any special knowledge. No. They don't have any skills that other people don't. Wise up, people. So, meanwhile, at the station, Maggie is taking crime scene photos of the dead deputy that is handcuffed to the jail cell. May I add, this is the only black character we've had on this show. Oh, my God. For real. No speaking fuck? part. Just dead. No, no, no. Bad. But anyway, so he's got a knife straight up in his chest. Oh. I know. It's pretty bad. Why did he have to die? Couldn't to just like knock him out? Make a statement. Yeah. Do something. You don't have to like Come kill on. him. It just seems egregious. Yeah. She tells the crew that they can take the body as she exits um, the lockup area. Emma runs in. Emma tells her that the killer called and said, if she doesn't put the pieces together, they're going to break Daisy's heart. Emma thinks they can figure this out. Since Maggie said the crime scene looks staged, maybe there's a clue on the body, like how Will's back had a clue carved into it. And I'm like, Emma, maybe you should go into detective work too. You know, all these kids <laughs> are just way better than actual clues solving anything than the adults are in this whole town. I mean, in fairness for the adults, it's a job, and they're not on the clock 24-7. That's true. Maggie stops the gurney to check the deputy's body. She finds something in his mouth. She pulls a small chain, and at the end of it is the wooden daisy heart that Brandon James had carved for her. Damn. Like, this is a big, like, heart thing to have just no, shoved down in somebody's guy. mouth. How Poor much time guy. did this killer have alone in the jail to do all this and not be seen? Oh, I my mean, God. Were there what no is, cameras at all? No, it's even better. It's a repeat of the episode where Riley died, where everybody left the police station. They're all at the dance. <laughs> They're all, that's true. It's true. They, they have literally, nobody. they put everybody at the dance except this one black guy. And the ones patrolling the streets trying to arrest three-year-olds for wearing masks. Right, they just left this one guy and they were like, you got it, right? This <laughs> potentially serial murderer. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Somebody came back, you know what? I'm going to go relieve him for his lunch break. And then, oh, well. They don't, also, there's not like a panic button or anything. There's no way he could have. I, I don't know. It just seems flimsy. Yeah. Maybe if we had seen it happen, it would explain a lot more. But nope, we didn't get that. Yeah, I... Yeah, once we get to the reveal and then you go back and you're like, how did all this happen? You're just don't do that. Don't do it. Just accept <laughs> just accept everything you're told. Just go with it. So Maggie tells Emma that this is the heart that Brandon made for her. It was one of the gifts that he left in the tree behind her house. Emma wonders, is that where the sheriff is being held? Also, how would anyone have gotten this heart? I don't know. Because, well, maybe the when at that, 
in the second episode when the remember the alarm goes off and the kitchen door's wide open. Maybe then that heart was downstairs. She pulled it out at one point. So I'm thinking maybe that's when they stole the heart. Okay. That's yeah. possible. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they knew where the heart was, but right. somehow they How did. How did they even know that it existed? I, I do know. Sorry. I do not know. Anyway, uh, back at Brooke's party, she's still hanging out by herself while everyone is having a good time around her. She seems to hear something and turns and someone in a hoodie and a branded James Max pops up behind her. And I have to admit, I jumped a little. I was like, oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm just going, oh. Yeah. It was like, I, uh, yeah. It seemed real. Yeah. I, did. I was like, oh, fuck. You know. Anyway, it's some douche named Grayson. He makes fun of her reaction, you know, because it's funny. <laughs> a serial pope's on the loose wearing the mask. Isn't it funny to make someone think they're going to be attacked? Hilarious. This is what I mean. These kids are not popular. Or like you said, they're so popular that people bully them. Well, yeah, they feel like they, you know, oh, well, you have thick skin. I can bully the hell out of you. You know what I mean? Like, you know how you do that? The celebrity group was murdered. Yeah. She's over here brooding. Leave her alone. Anyway, he says he got the mask off somebody from Etsy, but it was way overpriced. But it was worth it for her reaction. So she just confiscates it from him and, you know, walks off. Instead of stabbing him in the face, which is what she should have done. At least throwing her drink in his face. Something. Anything. So she spots Audrey drinking alone and goes over to her. She's next to the fire pit, which is way too close to the house, by the way. (laughs) Um, She tells Audrey that she didn't expect her to be there. And Audrey's like, well, I didn't expect to be here either. Because they're not friends. They're They're not friends. not friends. They're starting to become friends, it seems. But yeah. But they're not friends. No. Audrey sees the mask in Brooke's hand and asks if, you know, hey, you got big plans later? Which is cute. And Brooke says, you know, it's tempting. She says, some psycho wears this to kill their friends and people treat it as a joke. Good point. Yeah, very true. Like, where are the journalists in this town? Don't don't know. Don't know. Audrey says that uh, people, because people generally suck. That's another fact. Okay. While it is a fact, generally when three to five teenagers are murdered, people don't suck this bad. Yeah. Like this seems extreme. Well, you know, if, you know, the past few years in the real world here, (laughs) it's, we're seeing how some people, some horrible things go down and nobody reacts the way they should. That's true. There's like an empathy deficit, but this show really highlights it. Yeah. It, it was very, in that in that regards, it was really ahead of its time. Oh, God. Sadly, I don't want to say that, but I, I have to. I'm putting a little bit more. It sounds like I'm peeing a little glass, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't really sound like pouring wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, Brooke agrees that people generally suck. Even the people she likes suck. Emma bailed on her. Jake spied on her. And everyone else is gone. You don't even like Jake. Do you like Emma? And you don't, you can't name anybody else. (laughs) And and everyone else is gone. I'm like, from life. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's what I mean. She doesn't have friends. If she found Emma, who hates all of her friends. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, Brooke. So she tells Audrey that she's officially her favorite person at the party. <laughs> Woof. I know. That's well, not that's... a compliment, Audrey. No, it's not. She asks Audrey why she's at her pity party, and Audrey tells her she found something that shows Emma maybe, quote, sleeping with the enemy, which is a wild movie, by the way. Julie Roberts, go check it out. I've never seen it, but I will also say she should have been honest and said, I knew there would be free booze here and a pool. Exactly. <laughs> that That's and the real no answer. no one would mess with me because they don't give a shit about me, so. You right. Know. As evidenced by the fact that my girlfriend was murdered slash committed suicide and no one is talking to Audrey. I know. You okay? No, nothing. No, no, no one cares. No. You know, Brooke doesn't believe, you know, it could be Kieran because he's too pretty. And then she corrects herself and says, well, that, you know, Ted Bundy kind of proved that hotness doesn't cancel out crazy. And I'm sorry, Kieran... If you put a picture of Kieran and Ted Bundy, you'd be like, Ted Bundy is a fucking butterface, which is a terribly rude thing to say. But like (laughs) Ted Bundy was graded on a curve. He's not hot. He's just not terribly ugly. Yeah. He's not hot. He doesn't look like fucking Zac Efron. He he didn't at all. Played him in that movie. Yeah. (laughs) Zac Efron is a lot more attractive than Ted Bundy ever was. Ted Bundy just looks like some dude. I'm tired of hearing that Ted Bundy was hot. (laughs) In comparison to other serial killers, yes. (laughs) If that was the only people you had to line up with, you're like, yeah. Okay, fine. John Wayne Gacy dressed up as a clown. Like (laughs) like I said, we're grading on a curve. Okay. Okay. All right, breathe. (laughs) We're good. We're good. So Audrey doesn't want Emma to get hurt. And Brooka, why do I call her Brooka? Like Portia. It's because of the E's at the end. Um. Brooke says, you're just going, <laughs> I can't, that made me laugh, sorry. <laughs> Brooke, that came out of nowhere. Brooke says, you're just looking out for her friends, you know, just like, you know, what friends should do. And uh, Audrey tells her that she likes Brooke acting like a real human. Brooke what? asks, what? She's like, I kind of like what? the side of you, you're acting like a real human. Just because she's like lonely and hating on everyone? That's the real part of her? Because you're talking to me? like (laughs) You're treating me like a human? Yeah, like I'm an actual, like I I matter in this world. (laughs) Brooke asks if Audrey is flirting with her, and Audrey says, you wish. Also, they are not close enough for that kind of interaction. I know, it's weird. I don't know, maybe because they're both kind of caught up in this whole slasher thing, and people they all, they both know, or I don't know. Yeah, but you just know in like a real situation, Brooke would be like, fucking as if get away from me <laughs> yeah that's true that's true but it is a nice little moment to bring up you know and they have a good dynamic yeah they so could be that. friends right this is the seed they're trying to plant i guess audrey says chicks before dicks and brooke says no let's not get crazy <laughs> and they toast also Ew, because who is Brooke talking about? Mr. Branson and or Jake? No, no, you should choose chicks, Brooke. This is ridiculous. (laughs) No dicks. Of course, this is when a drunk Jake shows up with that Playboy bunny chick. Um, Who drove them here? Who drove them here? I don't know. Jake is very irresponsible. Very irresponsible. 
he's not in his ambiguous costume anymore. He's just his usual Jakey self. And uh, he comes in with just in time for the hot girl on girl action. I know it's exhausting. Brooke says, speaking of dicks. Yeah, that's who you were speaking about, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, and again, from what I heard, Tom Madden has a big one. I'm still intrigued, but I couldn't find the John Hamm-esque picks to prove oh, it. So. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go Google John Hamm package. You'll find it. Several pictures. Anyway, um, she says she didn't remember inviting Jake to the party. He says, the Jake is the party and turns to the crowd. Can I get an amen? And everybody goes, woo! Like everybody knows who Jake is. Apparently. But knows and who and really hurt what he was saying to just her. Right, as if like they'd be paying attention. They at just all. heard, "Can I get an amen?" And everybody goes, "Woo!" Just out of nowhere, drunk people. You know, he even does this like wolf howl. Oh, you know. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, he's he's in like shitty form tonight. Yeah, total frat boy. Across town, police cars show up at the old Brandon James house. Oh, it's this is a good moment. Okay. Oh, I oh. I know. Maggie and Emma get out and find the sheriff tied to a tree, all bloody like in the live video feed from earlier. He's weak and he says, I miss the dance. And Maggie says, it's okay. You're going to take me to a lot of dances. I literally feel nothing as this is happening. I know. I'm like, okay. I'm like, hold that thought, girl. She gets some shears from a deputy and starts to cut the rope that's holding him to the tree. I could tri- not watch this scene the second time. I know, it's sad. I, I he tries to stop her, but he's too weak. He's like, Maggie, Maggie. She's like, oh. just hold on. I'm going to cut you down. Don't worry. And when she finally does cut the rope, the rope was apparently holding his guts in, and they come <gasps> spilling out. No. Oh, my she God. She cries, and she catches his intestines oh. and stuff and tries to push him back in. This is the most horrifying moment of this entire show. I'm only laughing at your reaction, not because of the moment. Because right, <laughs> the moment is, I mean, I was shocked. They was, actually shocked me. Yeah, you're oh! This Another is one of, death. but also, like, this is one of the most devious things that happens maybe the only devious thing that happens all season and you're just like whoa that escalated quickly well the trip one and chopping will in half was pretty pretty bad that's true and like those two deaths have been so gruesome so gruesome compared to i mean yes the other deaths are awful but these are like live torture yeah like, clearly somebody is gunning for both Emma and her mom, even though Emma keeps saying it's all about her. It's all about me. Like, clearly this is a lot about her mom. That's fucked up. Yeah. It became more and more about her mom, especially. Right. So, yeah, the sheriff's dead. It's pretty freaking tragic, not to mention Ugh. gross. Emma just watches on in shock and horror. I mean, what else can she do at this point, right? Oh, the fact that she wanted to be here. Like, I just, I would just want to, like, be in a fuzzy bathrobe somewhere safe, you know, like, at this point. Yep. So it looks like Daisy got her heartbroken anyway. Oh. After a commercial break, 
Emma and Maggie are sitting in the back of an ambulance. Maggie's covered in the sheriff's blood. There are report. There are already reporters on the freaking scene. Where'd these reporters come from, and where Who have they been? Who is managing these crime scenes? <laughs> that's that's a good point. But like, where have these reporters been at every other scene? Right. And of course, Piper shows up and makes a beeline over to where the reporters are. I'm like, you're not a reporter. You're a podcaster. There's a difference. I mean, she's probably listening to a police scanner, though. So that at least makes sense. Yeah, but it just feels she has her phone with a little microphone on it. I know. Her sound would be so bad. That's so bad. Anyway, so Emma, you know, is telling her mom she's sorry. And Maggie blames herself. She says, she, you know, she should have checked him more carefully before cutting him down. I'm like, yeah, you probably I mean, should have. Yeah, you're a fucking coroner. Just but, like you know, take inventory. Somebody should have recognized the other deputies or somebody should have like, maybe you shouldn't cut him down just yet. Right. You know let's what I mean? make sure that things are safe. We don't know what's going on here. He already let's used a trip him. wire. Like, let's look around. Clearly things could be booby trapped some way. Yeah. Right. They didn't even consider that. See, I can understand her not checking because she's in distress as this guy that she loves. And she's uh, like, Absolutely. That's that, why you but. have police. And she has employees sometimes a crew like i don't understand yeah it's only her it's just her she does all the bloody <laughs> stuff yeah makes sense so you know maggie starts stating the obvious the killer just kept clark alive so they could watch her and try to save him and they then they ultimately killed him i'm like yeah we we just watched and it's just like yep i know yep but uh-huh. but doesn't that also tell them the killer was there watching that exactly so, like, look around, start investigating. Who was here? Usually, what they always say, the killers often show back up at the crime scene when it's being investigated to see what's right. going on. Yeah. So, Emma says, I know, just like Will. I'm like, true. This thing has, you know, this killer has a thing for making them kill their own loved ones without them realizing that that's what they're doing. Yeah. And so, shouldn't she be worried about Kieran? Like, maybe. Maybe he didn't just fucking disappear. Yeah. That's something to think about. Something to chew on. Emma says, we can't let him win. Maggie agrees. She tells Emma that they need to tell Kieran before he finds out about his dad from the news. Emma says she will. And then she'll find the psycho who did this. Get him, Emma. And do what, Emma? Like, what are these empty threats? I know. Maggie's like, no, no, you're not. You're She's going to do, do like... I'm just picturing like the little pounding ineffective fists against someone's chest. You're mean. Stop it. (laughs) I don't like you. And like, no offense to the actress. This is how they've written the character. Exactly. Still at this point. Like, Kieran showed her how to shoot a gun. Like, there was potential there for her to action hero up a little bit. Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. We'll see, though. We'll see. A deputy tells them that the that Sheriff Hudson Clark is ready to be moved, and Maggie says she's going to ride with them. She tells Emma that another deputy will take her to the station and just wait for them. Like, oh, also, that's- horrifying detail. They wouldn't move him yet. They would do crime scene photography and all that stuff. And like, how oh. much time has passed since they the whole thing happened? I wonder. Anyway, so Piper off to the side is watching. And Maggie says she'll see Emma at the station. She walks off. I'm like, don't split up. Don't split up. This is classic mistake. Don't split up. Why would she let her daughter go anywhere without her or alone at this point? I know. People are dropping like flies. Come on. Just makes sense. But 
whatever. This That's Lakewood for you. As soon as they part, Piper walks over to Emma, but she doesn't want to talk. Piper's empathetic, says she understands after what Emma just saw. She offers to help, and Emma says she has to get to the station, but she mentions that she can't reach Brooke. A deputy went to the party, but they haven't heard back. Piper says she'll go check on Brooke for her. Emma tells her, be careful. Like, what? What? I know. Okay, I'll go check on what you're going to. All right. So at the party, Brooke watches on as Jake makes out with that stupid girl. And Brooke bitches about it to Audrey, saying that the girl is literally dumb as toast. What a fun party. I know. (laughs) So I want to be there. I don't think this matters much to Jake, though, that this girl's dumb as toast. I think he doesn't really care. Audrey says it's obvious that he's doing this to get a rise out of Brooke. And Brooke says, I, you know, I've been known to make things rise myself. I'm like, oh, don't say that. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, Jake looks up from his makeout session just as Brooke grabs some guy she calls board shorts. He's shirtless and just walking around in board shorts. And uh, she just starts kissing him out of nowhere. I'm like, ah, sexual assault. Ain't it grand? So gross. Like, she doesn't even seem to know who this person is. Doesn't even say, like, hey, Chris, want to make out? No, she calls him board shorts. <laughs> hey, board shorts. And then, like, literally assaults his face. Yeah. And he's like, what? Jake looks pissed. She offers the guy some expensive wine, and he's all for it. She tells him to go do some push-ups. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't make any sense. Just as soon as you're like, wow, Brooke is being a human. You're like, oh, nope, nope, there it goes. There, it's it's gone now. She and Jake lock eyes. I'm like, ooh, cut that tension with a knife. Get it? Knife. Yeah, but considering how he's acting, there's no way I think he's one of the murderers. So Nah. Nah. She tells Audrey to do her a favor and not let anyone into the house as she goes inside. Just lock Jake. the fucking doors. I know. Jake <laughs> jumps up from his makeout partner to follow Brooke. Audrey gets distracted by some random dude trying to go inside for the bathroom and tells him to go to the pool house. And he says, whatever, bitch, and leaves. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You should have smacked him in the face for that comment. I'm not down with that. Yeah, the she- culture in this town is just awful. <laughs> I mean, she was way taller than him anyway. She could have taken him. Either way, also just lock the fucking doors. You know every door Brooke has has a lock on it. I'm sorry. So at the station, Maggie walks up to Emma, who is sitting alone. She says that they need to stay for the search. What? Like, so no one is going to insist that you've had enough shit happen to you tonight. And maybe, I don't know, you should go home or leave town or anything. I'm sorry. I'm calling BS. Or I put them in a safe house. Something. Put them in a hotel that has a deputy on it. Like, I don't know. Law and order solves this every episode. Like, it, it can be done. You're fine. Maggie leaves Emma to go get cleaned up, saying that she'll be right back. Uh-oh. Not a good Never sign. Never say that. Never say that. Yeah. Phone call. It's Noah. He's still trying to trace the signal from the video feed, but has figured out that the malware that infected their phones has turned off their ringers and their notifications. Emma realizes that they are all being cut off from each other. But wait, just because that's cutting off your notifications wouldn't mean you wouldn't see the text if you were literally looking at the conversation. I don't know. Also, she just all their signals picked up the call. I okay. I'm thinking cloned phones more. 
It yeah, that sense. would make way more sense as to why like the texts are going somewhere as opposed to nowhere. Yeah. It doesn't make anyway. So Noah finally traces the uh the signal, the video signal to 1221 Sparrow Drive. Brooks House gasp. <gasps> yeah, I mean the the whole I'm I'm tired by this point of technology corrections, so the important thing is the technology says everyone has to be at Brooks House. Yes. We'll split <laughs> you up just to bring you back together. Exactly. Emma says that Audrey and Jake are there and she just sent Piper to check on them. Noah says, you know, we need to tell the cops. And then just then Emma gets a text from the killer. No cops or there will be head or they will all be headline news. Also, how is the implication that someone is listening to Emma in person or is like listening to their phone conversations is it are they pulling like a you know like big a brother type thing accessing the microphone while they're sitting there like yeah like what the fuck how sophisticated is this killer's tech abilities i mean sometimes really sophisticated and other times not at all and you're like what what are you a tech <sighs> genius or is this all like hacked together how are you doing this? <laughs> Did you go to MIT? <laughs> oh my god, that would be the best villain backstory. Is <laughs> like they bother to like get good grades and be sane enough to get through MIT just to then have their like revenge murder plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it's immaculately planned. <laughs> <laughs> So Emma looks around the station and tells Noah he needs to come pick her up. I'm like, what about your mother, Emma? What about your mom? Are you just going to leave? Your mom said she'll be right back. And even though we know that means she won't, like, you're just going to leave? She already knows. Oh, she's not coming back. She's going to leave her a note. (laughs) Uh, I figured you wouldn't be back, but just in case you are. Emma, gone. (laughs) (laughs) Don't follow. Yeah. (laughs) Cut to Noah has picked her up and they are driving to Brooks. Noah says that this is insane. They are driving into certain danger without a police escort. They're so dumb. I'm sorry. (laughs) I know. This is the dumbest. Call the police. Bring the police with you. What Uh, is the killer going to do? Kill people? (laughs) Kill more people? I mean, it's going to happen anyway. But Also, the police have, as we now know, like fucking tanks and stuff. So maybe (laughs) risk it on the police. (laughs) Maybe. But Emma says, you know, the cops can't help. Yes, they can. (laughs) And I was like, no, really? Because I'm pretty sure they have big ass guns and body armor and SWAT teams. This is America. Also, there's just more of them. There's just people like safety in numbers. If you show up with like 40 fucking people, it's going to be hard for you all to get stabbed. True. But this is Lakewood we're talking about. These are pretty inept cops. So I'm surprised they have a high school. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So Emma reminds him that the killer said no cops. They have to finish this themselves. <laughs> Noah goes into Randy mode and says that this is the final showdown. The killer is going to take out all of her friends one by one till she's the last one left standing. He says, you're the survivor girl. Which makes me the know-it-all sidekick. Oh, crap. I'm going to die. Yeah. Call the police. What are you doing? Why are you heading into this? It doesn't look good. It really doesn't look good for Noah at all. You're like, yeah, Noah, you're probably about to die. (laughs) Maybe. Emma says, he's not going to die. 
tonight they are going to change the ending. Pretty How? confident for someone who doesn't able to stop anything that has happened to her so far. Like, Great. How, Emma? Just tell me what you're going to try. <laughs> What's your plan? Because you're not armed. You have no police. You didn't even tell your mom about this. Like, you don't know How? where Kieran is. Have you told him about his dad yet? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Let's go with it. We'll see. We'll see what she does. All right. <laughs> In Brooke's wine cellar, which I, I assume it's a cellar. They didn't tell us, but I was pretty sure it's a cellar. She's choosing a bottle to drink when Jake comes up behind her. She tells him, you shouldn't be outside. Shouldn't you? Excuse me. Blah, blah, blah. She says, shouldn't you be outside macking on your low rent Olsen sister? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't what know why that made me laugh. What year is it? I know. What year is it? That is not a, that's not even a 2015 burn. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. That's like a 2007 burn. She's so 2000 and late. She is. Macking? <laughs> macking. Please, younger people, tell me if you even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> she tells, he tells her that he's not there to fight. He tells her that he got jealous and said stupid things to her and he apologizes. I'm like, well, wow, that's really big of you, Jake. You know, you know, when he comes in for like little talks like this and is being nice and honest, he's actually hot again. And she apologizes for accusing him of spying on her. And then he's like, well, actually, I kind of was. Fucking Jake. I know. The spyware was deleted, but someone put it back on her computer somehow. That's not explained. What the fuck? And he was just trying to figure out who it was. I'm like, how exactly? No, that's not how that works. And also, if it was removed, someone probably had to physically put it back on her laptop. And considering she's in Jake's fucking house. It doesn't make sense. It's not looking good. So she's like, well, why didn't you just tell me that? And he says, because I'm a jackass, understatement. And then he adds, and maybe I wanted to see your boobs. Jake, get out. Get out. Yeah. She tells him the same thing. She's pissed. <laughs> she's like, get the fuck out of here. Meanwhile, the slutty playboy girl is looking for Jake. She bypasses the line at the pool house bathroom and opens the door. There she finds a board shorts guy, the, the guy that Brooke was kissing, dead in a pool of blood. Everyone freaks out and runs out of the party. Audrey doesn't know what the hell is going on until she sees the blood. As she walks over to it, the killer comes up from behind her and pushes her against the wall, holding her there. And Audrey says, well, what are you waiting for? And the killer seemingly goes to slam the knife into her when it blacks out to commercial break. Ah. Obvious plot device. Nothing happened to Audrey because if it did, we probably would have seen it. Yeah, we would have seen it. Also, poor board shorts. Like he was just he just showed up at a party. Hey, at least he got a last kiss before he died. From Brooke. Hey. An angry, competitive one. She didn't even know his name. That's a terrible way to go. Yeah. The last thing he was ever called was what he was wearing. Oh, he just wanted to like go to a pool party. I just wanted to go to a pool party. That's my backstory for him. I would write a whole fanfic of his like day. And he's like, I got invited to the big party. I miss high school pool parties. I, I never went to a high school pool party. Really? Yeah. Uh, my friends had some and we would like play like uh stuff like um salt and pepper and uh <laughs> you know all the alternative music back in the day, you know, and we would dance and sing along. It was fun. It sounds fun. It was fun. Fun times. Anyway, so yeah. We come back from commercial break. And Brooke comes up from the wine cellar with a couple of bottles, only to discover that everyone has left the party. 
I'm like, uh, my, now might be the time to hightail it out of there, girl. I'll say <laughs> that. Like, it's pretty obvious. Where, to leave. where did Jake just go? He was just with you. Why wouldn't he be out here? Yeah. It all happened really fast and like seemingly suspicious. Yeah. Like, where did he go? No, we don't know. She calls out for Audrey and Jake and board shorts, but no answer. She thinks everyone ditched her again. That fast, Brooke? Really? Yeah. I mean, how would, why would Jake just literally leave? He was. Why would just... everybody literally re- leave? They were all having such a good time. And all of a sudden, boom, they're gone. Well, okay. That's also the thing that doesn't make sense is that like everyone at a party doesn't understand something at once. Yeah. Like that only happens in TV parties. In real life parties, it takes a while for things to percolate. <laughs> yeah. It's like pandemonium instantly. There's blood. Ah! Like, even when cops show up to a party, it takes a while because people are like, oh, I think there's cops. Is that cops? It might be cops. I think there's cops. Like things don't Someone happen like this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Brooke, here's a noise. She slowly goes back inside the like the little porch area, the screen and porch, just as Mr. Branson shows up. She locks what the, the door. Fuck? And then she locks the door. And I'm like, it's a screen door. Like, not sure how that's supposed to help. But it literally looks like he could like punch his way through. It. Yeah, because they're hearing each other perfectly clear. Like right, there's no window. It's so thin. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. And she's like locking it up. You know, those those locks at the top of the door, like in a store. And I'm like, oh, that's not a good lock to have right now. <laughs> but um yeah, he says that the killer killed the guard and set him free and he ran. So he went to her house because he didn't know where else to go. And I'm like that's the you, most plausible thing he's ever said. Yes, but it also looks a little suspicious at the same time. You I know, mean, like, it uh, does, but like, where would he go? Of course, to his like teenage lovers. Of course. <laughs> and no one else likes him. <laughs> he begs her to let him in and doesn't know where everyone else went. He pleads. He says he missed her and that he would never hurt her. She doesn't know what to think. She I says. Mean, she- I buy him as an adult who ended up in jail, who then watched a murder and was let go. Like, yeah, what the fuck? That guy's having a crazy night. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just a Tuesday. Just a Tuesday for Mr. Brandon. Like, it makes sense that he would be frantic and weird because he's had that kind of night. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't make sense to Brooke because she's like, Oh, you literally came from out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she says she doesn't know who he is, and he says she does. He says everything that happened before has nothing to do with them. Um, I mean, I totally get this because I've seen numerous law and orders about this. And predators are like narcissists who just like focus on one person at a time. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's all about you. It is all about you until they find someone else. Exactly. He's like, you know, all that stuff that happened before has nothing to do with them. I'm like, all that stuff? (laughs) Kind of skating around the fact that you're a pedophile who may have killed a girl he was screwing around with before, changing your last name, and then moving to a new town just to screw around with another underage girl. I'm like, all that stuff. also the daughter of the mayor. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like profile person? Yeah. Smart. I mean, I think he's a fucking idiot and a criminal predator. I don't think this is so weird to say. I don't think he's a child murderer. (laughs) (laughs) 
is that sticking up for him? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. No. He says what they have is special, Gagman. Ew. Ew. She wants to believe him, but she doesn't. She goes into the house and locks the doors. She races to another door and locks it before he can get to it. He says, why won't you let me in? And that's when the lights go out. Which, like, what the fuck? That has to be Jake, right? Because, like, what the f- Where is he? He doesn't exactly. hear this, and, like, he just disappeared? Exactly. I, I agree. She looks outside the door, but it's pitch black. She can't see anything. She gets really close. She calls out for him, and then the lights come on back on. Can't fucking porch lights? I know. Like, what happened? Like, is there not a switch right there? <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's her face, she's kind of trying to look out. Her clo- She's close to the door. And then the lights come on, and the killer is right in front of her in, on the other side of the door. <gasps> that would scare you all of a sudden. Bam, it, right in face. It totally like, oh. would, but you also wouldn't put your face right up to it like that when you know there's a murderer. <laughs> and let me just put my face up to this glass window. Anybody there? No. Also, why isn't any why isn't she trying to call 911 about any of the things that just happened? And they're like, um, this will be the time. Like the damn sheriff station would be there to answer the phone anyway. <laughs> it's just Emma's mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Maggie. Um <sighs> yeah. like it'd be so extra hilarious to like remake the show but add in all the scenes we talk about that we don't see (laughs) exactly the behind the scenes or just like do it all it is just one episode of like the missed scenes and it's just like oh oh." my god just just people standing in places being like is anybody else coming where is everybody (laughs) or like empty classrooms where other teachers are like I heard they were in Branson's class, but no one showed up. <laughs> no one came to math. <laughs> Didn't you hear? Branson took that job. What? <laughs> no one came to math all week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> I, I'm just mad. And then, like, the scene of the person who, like, gets sent to clean up the bowling alley after the murders and, yes. like, them running around creating havoc. It's <laughs> like, Fucking why were they kids. even in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this would be so good. <laughs> Lord. Or the investigations that are going on when they find the crime scene. Like, what actually, oh. what did they investigate? What did they look at? Is there anything that they missed? They just blatantly step over things and they're not looking at it. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> we should do, like, shots of the crime scene photos. And they have, like, thumbs over, like, part of it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see, like, the detective and that's it. Like, And it's, like, backwards and it's, like, blurry. It's all and- selfies, like, double chins. He was like, oh, damn. And we already cleaned all that up. <laughs> I thought I had him. Oh, well, I can and sketch then, him for you. And then you see he's saying that to like Maggie's assistant who's trying to <laughs> fill out a form. <laughs> and it's just like, so another um, Lakewood special. And it's just like, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> phone was hacked. There's <laughs> just like no name, no identification. Like, it's just, and the cops are like, yeah, we got nothing. <laughs> we ran the FBI out of town, though. Oh, my God. I want to make Lakewood bloopers so badly. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, so you feel like you'd hear. 
Yeah, sorry. This is a serious part of the episode. It's starting to ramp up now. It's starting to get a little better. So Brooke stumbles back as that face is right in front of her face. She ends up running into the garage, but can't get through another door, I guess, back out to the outside. So she, um, we hear the patio door window smash as, you know, as the killer is obviously entering the house. She runs into the storage room. I think it's a storage room. It looks, maybe it's a workshop. There seems to be a workbench. It really I think it's matter. a wood shop. It's like a full wood shop. Yeah. It's, so she's hiding behind the bench. And she looks over and sees the deep freezer that she no. and Jake looked for her mom's body in. No. So she's no. like, hmm. No. So she runs over and climbs in, turns her phone on so she has some light inside, and then she peeps out just as the killer enters the no. room. No. And she's really not doing much to cover her loud panting. she's not trying to hide at all. And she's in the worst possible place to hide because it can be used against you in a sadistic nightmare. Uh, True. Then she hears the night, uh, the killer putting a padlock on the freezer. Who has a fucking padlock on them? (laughs) Just in case. Let me just, just in case I need to like not let anybody get into my cold food. I don't, I don't know. Why would they? Ha- and it would slow you down carrying a padlock around. I'm just saying. I don't know. So this thoroughly traps her. And it's like it's being bur- buried alive. And this it freaks awful. me out. This yes. is awful. I can't do tight spaces where I can't get out. You know, I just can't do it. This is. This, I, okay. In this episode, they actually pull out some like really scary scenes. They do. Some bad situations you do not want to be in. She starts to scream to let her out. Let me out. But the killer knocks over the freezer to its side and starts to stab at it from all around, hoping to kill her. Also, why would it let you out? It, it, it he, she, them just oh, locked okay. you in. Oh, uh, oh, no, this padlock was on the ground outside, uh, oh, next to the oh, freezer. Brooke, I didn't I realize it, it was there. you. I'm sorry. I thought you were Emma. Also, it's okay. Come on out. Why is Jake? Why isn't she screaming that? <laughs> Where the fuck are you, Jake? And also, how long is this knife blade and how sharp is it to be able to oh go right? Oh, my God. Like, these freezers are deep. It's like a Ginsu knife. Like, Yeah, I right mean, that's the knife you need to kill people is the one Apparently. that will cut through literally anything. Yeah, it probably goes right through bone, too. Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't mean to go there. Anyway, she ends up thoroughly cut a few times and she starts to give up the screaming. And then the killer plugs in the freezer. Which I don't know why it was unplugged, but this whatever. is what I mean of like levels of sadistic nightmare. This is yeah. the worst hiding place. This is worse than like a closet that can be set on fire. She hears it turn on and she starts to realize she's going to freeze to death now. She starts to cry out for help again as the killer leaves her alone in the room, all locked up in the freezer. Outside, Noah and Emma arrive to see Piper's Jeep parked out front. There is blood all over the door, and on the ground is Piper's phone and her glasses lying in a bloody puddle. Also, that's so interesting because we haven't seen Piper. I know, but somehow she got killed. But we also didn't see well, board shorts get killed either. But That's true, but we didn't see Piper get here. Yeah. Apparently, she got killed right there in her Jeep mm. and was taken or something. Or taken. We don't know. Yeah. Where's Jake again? He's not out front. Like, what's we're, going on? We don't know where the Jake is. Um, outside. Uh, I already said that part. <laughs> I went back at the sentence. Noah says he wants to throw up after seeing all the blood. I probably too. 
you know, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't want to as well. Emma runs to the house with Noah in tow. They approach the door and hear a noise just off of the porch. Emma grabs the crowbar that Noah's had in his hand and heads straight for the sound. She is not fucking around anymore, folks. Emma is starting to go full Sydney. She's like, no, let me, let me get this damn sound. Yeah, I'm tired but of this. While you're here, can you d- call the cops real fast and be like, people are already dying. Just get out here. Like they already found blood and seemingly someone murdered. Like but call no the cops, cops, Arlene. No cops. Why? Also, the- why would you never follow the rules of the murderer? I know. You never listen to them. They the only have- way to win is not to play. Exactly. They slowly walk up and then, ah, it's Kieran. He has a gun. Ah! Where'd he come from? It's from the side of the house. There's all these people around this house and Brooke is up somehow completely alone. Yeah. And he just pops up. He lowers his revolver and tucks it into the front waistband of his pants. And I'm like, don't shoot your dick off, kid. How did he even know where Brooke lives? Like, I- He was there. He was there at the first party in the beginning. Oh. Remember in the greenhouse they kissed? Yeah. So... He tells them to relax. I'm like, no, it's not the best time to say that, but okay. Right. Actually, stay fully alert. P, yeah, maybe, maybe don't relax. Just, she wants to know why he didn't call her back. He said, I didn't feel much like talking if you accused me of murder. I'm like, oh, she didn't really accuse you of murder. She just wanted to know why you, what was going on. This looks really suspicious that you were hanging out with Nina the night before he di- she died. Yeah. And didn't say anything. So he asked her to put the crowbar down, but Noah's like, no, we're good. <laughs> she asks what he's doing there and he texts he says that you texted me to meet you here and she says i didn't he shows the phone and the text saying sorry about before meet me at brooks party he says that he didn't text it to himself and no says unless you did yeah i mean you can actually text yourself and then you could change the contact name so yeah. like this isn't evidence of anything right Noah says that, you know, he could also be controlling the malware, the the infamous can do anything malware that, you know, just to, try, you know, get everybody convinced that he's trustworthy. She wants to know what happened to Piper. He says he doesn't know. He just got there. She says she wants to believe him, but Piper found out that he might be the son of Brandon James. She tells him that Cassie James identified him. She wants to know where the hell you've been all night. And he says he was in the woods doing some target practice with his gun when he got her text. Convenient, but still makes sense considering what we've seen so far. Yeah, it does. And also, Emma, what about Branson? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Branson. I mean, I just wanted to make it clear what I was saying. I didn't mean to go like, Matt Damon. (laughs) Damon. It's so funny. I know. So Kieran says, you know, as for Brandon James, when his dad became his guardian again, there is a lot of paperwork and it should show that the sheriff is his biological father. She realizes he doesn't know about his dad's death yet. Yeah, you said you would tell him. I know. So she tells him, hey, your dad's dead. <laughs> he is literally the worst person to do this in this moment. She's just like, oh, oh, my God. Side detail. Your dad was brutally murdered. OK, let's keep going. And no, and he's like, he's shocked for like it's a whole five dad. seconds. Like, but it's like he, for five seconds. He leans up against He grieves for like two seconds with his head up against the, the he goes, All right. He turns. He says, you still think the psychopath could be me? Yeah, like, that's his biggest concern. Not, like, how did he die? 
what happened? Are you sure? I need to go see his body. Something. You right. Know, no. Like, I need to get out of here and deal with it. No, no. No. Just like, Emma, but you know it's not me now, right? No. No, I don't. He tries to prove it like, here, take my gun and, you know, use it on me if you don't trust me. I'm like, first of all, never give up your weapons when a killer's on the loose kids. (laughs) Don't ever do it. Also, it's so melodramatic. It is. So, like, how do we have time for this? Brooke is in a freezer and she's bleeding. This scene went on a little too long than I thought it should, like, on the front porch. Like, Like, how do we have time for this? (laughs) So she pushes the gun down and hugs him. It's been a tender moment in this middle of this rampage. <laughs> Emma is just really malleable, unfortunately. Like she <laughs> has the best intentions, wants to be this like strong badass, but she's really like swayed by other people. It's the power of his mole in his nose. He has a little mole on the side of his nose. No, it's his his swoopy Leo hair. <laughs> Inside the lump, I found hair and teeth. Sorry. <laughs> Into the dump was my twin. Anyway, um, she says that they should find everyone else. They go into the house and music is playing now. I don't think it was before, but. It wasn't. It Maybe it's to cover up Brooke's screams from the freezer in the storage Ooh. room. Where is Jake? No clue. So mad. Noah says bubblegum pop has never sounded so terrifying. Oh, Noah. They call out for everyone, but no one is answering. Karen says, I'll go check the porch. And Emma says, I'll, she'll go with him, giving Noah her crowbar as she grabs a knife from the kitchen counter. Don't split up. I know. And Don't this is what Noah up. says. No, Noah says, in observation of this loaded moment, I'm not in favor of splitting up. Nor am I three days from retiring. I will not be right back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I mean, if you stay as three, you could overpower one killer. Yeah, but no, you, you're good with this crowbar, right, weakling? <laughs> fucking dumb (laughs) yeah but i will say the characters are starting to feel a little bit more like their counterparts in the movies just a little bit more in this episode Uh, like noah's a lot more randy emma's a lot more sydney i'm not saying they're exactly the same i don't know emma was given sydney's lines yeah she was but not she's not the same character i don't know it doesn't feel as earned like they haven't invested in emma like growing in that way that they should have so that in this episode we're like yeah she's a little badass they should have had like a training montage where she's like punching bag and shit yeah like a little like buffy kind of thing where you she's want learning her to, go, yeah, that's get ready to kick some ass emma you know or like she's using a crossbow or yeah <laughs> oh we should do that we should find some stuff where she's fighting that'd be awesome okay anyway noah goes out into onto the screened in porch and unlocks the doors as he steps out near the pool, like I said, he's by the fire pit, which is right next to the door. I'm like, who puts a fire pit that close to the house? But they must have great insurance. There are remnants of costumes and solo cups everywhere. And he looks around. He sees Audrey's bag and her camera on the ground. And, of course, that worries him. Meanwhile, Brooke is still banging on the inside of the freezer, but growing tired and cold. And bleeding. And bleeding, yeah. Emma and... Kieran, who didn't go out of the porch like they said originally, I don't know what that's about, but they're still in the house and they see a bloody handprint on the window, of, you know, one of the window panes of the uh, one of the doors to go outside. She wonders if it's Piper's and that's when Jake pops up. Also, where would that handprint have come from? I don't know. 
I think that's a decoy. It seems like it. Follow the handprints. Yeah, I don't think that's real. No. So Jake pops up and he says that he and Brooke got into a fight and he went for a walk by the lake. But when he got back, everyone, every, the house was deserted. I'm like, that happened really quick, Jake. Or you went like the opposite direction. Everybody else, you know. Right. Like he front. literally had to be 30 seconds away from everybody leaving. And didn't hear any of that screaming. And didn't hear any of the cars leaving. I don't know. It's a little... mm, I still don't think he's a murderer, though. That's the weird position I am at this point, where I'm like, I don't trust him, but it's not because I think he's a killer. (laughs) Right. He's just a douche. That's why. I just don't trust him. (laughs) That's when they finally hear Brooke banging on the freezer from the garage area. They run in, they check the car, but they don't find anything. But Jake says that Oh, they should check the workshop. I'm like, okay, that confirmation mm-hmm. what the room is. It wasn't important, but I was curious. Jake sees the freezer tumped over. They break the lock with a shovel and pull her out. She seems unconscious and she's all blue. Emma says that she's freezing and they need to warm her up. And Jake says, I've got it. And he starts to blow into her mouth. And Brooke just comes to and pushes away. And she's like, I'm still breathing, you creep. <laughs> And he says, CPR is always a good idea. Fucking dumbass. Also, the way Jake pointed that out, it does make me think, like, maybe he's not a murderer, but maybe he did just fuck with Brooke. Uh-huh. And, like, had every intention of getting her out. Yeah. Like, that makes me think that wasn't the killer. It's Jake fucking around. Yeah, but would he stab her with the knife? But he didn't really stab her, did he? He could have. He did. He did stab her several. Well, not stab, stab, but you know, he that's cut what her I up. mean. Like, I feel like it's the kind of thing he could justify to himself is like giving her a scare. Yeah, and then being the one that saved her, kind of. thing. Yes, yeah. right. This that's is a, how little I trust Jake. <laughs> I, yeah, I could see that happening. Because he knows her house. He knew the wood shop. He knew this was here. Right. So if he chased her in the right way, just saying. Or leans on the case. (laughs) Brooke says that Branson was there and she went to hide and got locked up and that she hates this freezer now. Emma says they need to go and find Audrey and, and, you know, says, Jake, stay with Brooke. I'm like, way to move this thing along and delegate the situation, Emma. I'm like, no wonder you grow up to be Deputy Roscoe on Reacher, now on Prime Video. (laughs) Also, can someone call 911 now? Because Brooke is literally bleeding. Yeah. Somebody, please. Oh, Jake says, I'm here. I'll keep you safe. So mm. your idea might be plausible. It's, it's I don't there. know. I He needed her to run back into his arms. Exactly. Meanwhile, Noah is still walking around outside with the crowbar in his hand looking for Audrey. He walks up near the pool house where we last saw her and sees bored short guy's blood, bloody body. Mm. He's like, oh, man, maybe someone just spilled their wine. Their thick, viscous red wine. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Keep positive, Noah. Keep positive. So he sees board shorts dead, and that's when Audrey runs up and grabs his arm. He shrieks louder than anyone in this entire series so far. Accurate, though. It is. That, that, was, that felt like a real, like, I'm scared yes. shitless out of nowhere scream. Like, it was, ah! You know? <laughs> it was really solid. <laughs> it was good. This causes Emma and Kieran to hightail it outside to find them. Audrey says she doesn't know what happened. She's bleeding from her head and a large cut on her arm. She says when the killer showed up, she blacked out. Mm. Jake carries Brooke out and says that she and Audrey are lucky to be alive because leaving survivors is not the killer's MO. 
Noah points out that, well, you survived twice, Jake. And Jake's like, yeah, from being a hero. I'm like, a hero? Really? You got stabbed alone in the bowling alley. <laughs> and the other time you were conveniently taking a walk by the lake. Yeah, not so much a hero, more as um, sounding like an accessory. Yeah, or just a random random victim. Or, you know what? The, the worst, maybe, of all, Jake is taking advantage of the current situations and using it how like, he thinks he'll get something out of it. Maybe the he's killer not- really is not invested in him at all. I was like, eh, go ahead, do what you want to do. Right, like maybe Jake is not a murderer, but maybe he does dangerously fuck with his frenemies. Exactly. That's probably true. Brooke asks that someone call an ambulance. There you go. Thank you. Finally. But Noah says that all their cell phones are out. Like, I guess they can't get signals from There's where There's a are. fucking house. Exactly. Right there. Brooke says that there's a landline. <laughs> and this is where Jake says, a landline? What is this, 1996? Which, of course, is a nod to the original Scream movie's original release date. Um, it's a, I posted a meme about it back in August. Oh, nice. Emma says that she's going to call her mom and get help. Kieran says he's going to find a first aid kit and hands his gun to Noah, asking if he knows how to use it. Noah says, oh, yeah, totally, which completely he is bullshit because he's mishandling this gun all over the place. He nearly points the barrel in his face. Audrey grabs it from him and says, I got it. Thanks. (laughs) But also, why would Kieran, who we think has been here now twice, why would he even go wander Brooke's mansion for a first aid kit alone? What the fuck? That I don't understand. Like, he suspiciously heads off by himself again. It is very strange why he would all of a sudden just leave and... And, like, why would Emma go anywhere alone? How many times do I have to say it? Especially now with Kieran here, who's, like, devoted to protecting her or whatever the fuck. You can kind of see inside the kitchen from where they're at, but still. But Kieran's going elsewhere. Exactly. Like, why isn't he just like, Emma, I will stand next to you as you do this, just in case. And then we go find first aid kits together. Yeah. After the fact. Well, anyway. Inside the house, Emma, with the knife in hand, looks for the phone and only finds it when it rings. Mm. She answers. She doesn't even look at the caller ID. She just answers. So she's like, are you calling to gloat? And the killer says, not at all. You finally got a win. She says, you know, cut to the chase and come get me. And the killer says, you know, not just you that I want. It started with Daisy, but it ends with you. Can't have one without the other. And she realizes the killer has her mom, of course. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, she was really unconcerned about her mom. (laughs) She's like, oh, yeah, uh, that bitch. Considering her her. mom's boyfriend was just brutally murdered. She was just like, okay, mom, go. Bye. See you later. See ya. Bye. Yeah. So the killer tells her, you know, you're smart, Emma. You can figure (laughs) out where they are. You know, where are we? And. She instantly thinks of where it ended for Brandon James. Ah, the dock at the lake where the police shot him when he went to see Daisy. Which is conveniently like walkable from Brooke's house. I know. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I wouldn't be able to think this clearly in a situation like this. Like, oh, yeah, Daisy in the dock. That's right. No, I'd be like, what's going on? What's going on? What do you need me to do? What are you trying to just say it? Just say it. Quit trying to make me figure this out. You want this to happen tonight? You better tell me now. Just tell me where to be. (laughs) 
the killer says it needs to be just her or her friends will die too. She looks They're outside. They're already dying. I know. She looks at them and they're outside and she's like, all right. And then she leaves. Except Kieran's not outside. No. Where is Kieran? Mm-hmm. Commercial break. And we pick back up and she's running through the woods to find her mother tied up in a chair on the dock, duct tape over her mouth. She runs up and Maggie's shaking her head. No, no, don't, don't. Emma pulls off the duct tape and Maggie tells her that you, you shouldn't have come. Emma says that she shouldn't have left her. Exactly. I told your asses not to split up. Yeah. Stop splitting up. Stop it. Emma starts to untie Maggie when the killer shows up, walking toward them from the woods. Emma hides the kitchen knife behind her back. She says, I'm here just like you wanted. No more games. No more masks. <laughs> so the killer slowly reaches up and takes off the mask to reveal... <gasps> Piper! Oh no. my god! This no is big surprise. Shocking! Here. No big surprise. She can even see without glasses. I told you they were fake as hell. <laughs> you did. <laughs> she says, Hey, sis, surprise! With a sinister smile. Emma is surprised, but again, I wasn't, even the first time I watched this. I mean, Emma is surprised by everything. What? I will say that Amelia Rose Blair's performance isn't as bad to me this time around because before I thought it was a bit over the top, but now it feels kind of perfect for this show. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she hit the right the right tone. Piper says she wishes Emma could see the look on her face. Hashtag mind blown. Emma realizes when Piper was bonding with her over her own dad being murdered, she was talking about Brandon James. Ah, Piper is proud that she made Emma think that it was Brandon's son behind the masks. She says, it's 2015, Emma. Sexist much? I mean, that's not nearly as offensive as how dumb they were about Brandson. <laughs> Brandson. I'm insulted by that. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. Emma says, you pretended to be my friend. And Piper says, it stings when someone breaks your trust. Right, mom? Also, it's so funny how, like, Emma truly has no friends. She really doesn't. She has no real friends. None. None. Oh. Piper continues, my dad trusted you. Look how that turned out. Dad got shot. I got tossed. And Emma got the perfect life. This is actually, like, very fair. Yeah. You can see maybe, yeah, if she has a shitty life growing up and she wants I somebody to blame. I fully see how this happens. Yeah. Maggie says she didn't mean for Brandon to get hurt. She was trying to protect him, but Piper isn't hearing it. She says Maggie was trying to protect herself. She says that M Maggie made Brandon look like a monster when it was actually her. She's the monster. Maggie agrees and says Emma is innocent in all this. You know, just hurt me, not her. But Piper says she's put a lot of thought into this and would like to savor the moment before she slices Maggie open. Meanwhile... It looks like Maggie is working on getting loose from the rope like the, behind her back. Emma wants to know why Piper went after her friends. And Piper says, just to watch Emma suffer. I'm like, okay. She that's doesn't a even like these people. I'm like, yeah. And it's a little less revenge in that case and more just blatantly psychotic. Like, there was no reason also, to do that. why didn't you kill anybody Emma actually liked? Exactly. Or no. really had a connection to. Right? Well, she killed one that was Will. But, you know. Yeah, I mean... Poor Rachel. What the fuck? She was just collateral damage for no damn right? reason. Apparently. Innocent bystander. Yeah. 
Piper does note that Emma's friends haven't been that great. I mean, they filmed her <laughs> losing her virginity after all. I know. And then like your friends suck. Like she's like, what big loss there? Why are you so mad? Yeah. You know, so Piper also, loved that's why. That. Sorry, but that's why the plan is bad because Emma doesn't deeply care about her friends. So she's like, yeah, yeah, I don't really. I'm trying to make money at this damn coffee shop so I get the hell out of this town one day. Get the hell away from these people. Exactly. So Piper loved that she was there when that vi- that video went viral so and she could see Emma's face. Okay, that's dark because even if Emma got like, quote unquote, the perfect life, she's your sister who also didn't ask to be born. Exactly. It's not really her fault at all. Right. Like Emma literally didn't, didn't know any know of this stuff. Existed. It wasn't like she was, I'm going to have this perfect life in spite of my sister. <laughs> that I never right. She literally didn't know anything until this year. So I bet if Emma had gotten that information, she probably would have been like, oh, my God, I have a sister. We should find her. Exactly. Don't blame her. You know, but I guess. I mean, this isn't about logic. People don't no. go on murder sprees because it's logical. <laughs> yeah. Emma says that the police will figure it out, but Piper says they won't because she framed Branson. You know, Branson. It's so funny. And also the police would never figure this out. No, they wouldn't. You have a lot of faith in them already. (laughs) She has him tied up in their trunk for the police to get, you know, to get him after she's done. I mean, that's smart. Yeah. He did escape. quote unquote, a good fall guy. Yeah. She says the story ends with quote, Branson slitting Emma's throat, then killing Maggie, but not before Emma gets a stab in with the knife that she has hidden behind her back. I'm like, oh, she's on to you, Emma. Not as clever as you thought. Piper tells her that, you know what? The fingerprints on the kitchen knife, it was a rookie move, Emma. She says that she will arise from the bloodbath and podcast to the world that the Lakewood slasher is dead because everyone listens to podcasts. Am I right? <laughs> That is maybe the funniest part. Is I know. Like, How meta I, am I right now? Out of all of this, what do I want? I'm going to become a successful podcaster. <laughs> With the scoop <laughs> on the liquid slasher. It really is. It's like, is that your whole motivation? Like, you know what? Right. I want a little revenge, but I want to get famous doing it. Yeah. And like, when you say it that explicitly, then they're like, oh, yeah, it is Scream. But they didn't make it as explicit as you would in screen, like as they did in the first movie. Mm-hmm. They literally were like, yeah, we did it for revenge and we want to be famous. <laughs> but like Piper was more like, I did it for revenge and revenge and revenge and revenge. And oh, now I'm also going to get famous. Via my podcast. A Via specific my medium. Podcast. I'm not even going to make a documentary about this shit. I'm going to podcast it. <laughs> I'm not going to fictionalize it and make billions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, she can dream. She can dream. Try try uh, selling that podcast. I guarantee you won't. <laughs> Emma tries to stab Piper, but Piper gets her in the stomach, saying that Emma is predictable. As Emma stumbles back, Piper says that she's done killing. When she's done killing Emma, she'll stab Maggie and let her bleed out alone, just like how she left Piper. I'm like, damn, get over it, girl. Get over it. Also, I have to say, like, pro tip for everyone, if you don't, if you didn't know in 2015 or you don't know now, when you attack with anything, don't swing over hand, overhead. No. Like, that's how you get blocked and stabbed in the fucking stomach. Exactly. Anything. Do you open not yourself up swing. For it. Right. Think, like, 
I I mean, I appreciate Emma's not combat trained. Like, I'm, I'm not criticizing her, but just like, don't open up your body to an attack. They say that women, like, typically are the ones who go overhead and men do the under. I mean, it makes sense because you think you'll have more strength if you're going overhead, like the momentum. Momentum, yeah. Um, like, if I were thinking I would just, like, stab someone directly, I feel like it wouldn't have that much strength. But another pro tip, you don't need that much strength if you've got a fucking knife. <laughs> it's a sharp knife, especially, yeah. But it's all right. So Maggie breaks free from her ropes just before she's going to stab Emma just and tackles in time. Piper. Just, just in, in time. time. Weren't expecting that, were you, bitch? Nope. Piper says, you broke my heart, Mom, but you always hurt the ones you love. And then she stabs Maggie in the side. She's like, oh, oh. Piper gets up and goes after Emma, who calls her a psychotic bitch, stating the obvious, but okay. Also, why do we have to throw bitch into this? We like to say bitch when they're, you know. It just seems unnecessary, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, oh, whatever. So Emma charges and tackles her. The knife goes flying out of Piper's hands. Emma tries to choke Piper, but gets headbutted instead. Maggie is helpless as she watches on. Piper gets up and grabs the knife and hovers over Emma. She says she has one more surprise before she, quote, opens Emma up. She says Emma will never see it coming. But suddenly, there's a gunshot. Piper falls off the dock into the water. Emma looks back and sees Audrey holding the revolver. Audrey runs over and Emma thanks her. Audrey has a great line. That bitch talks too much. (laughs) It's totally like... Totally like 80s action star kind of it's fine, but like, how did Audrey get here? Why isn't Kieran here? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Well, she had right. the gun. We last saw she's the one who had the gun, but um, we know that much. Why wouldn't they have all come to the lake anyway? I don't know. So they go over to check on Maggie, but with their backs turned, Piper rises out of the water, knife in hand. And I mean, she still has the knife. Like that commitment to not drop your weapon when you've been shot and you fall off a dock into a lake. She still has this knife ready to go. Yep. Swimming with one hand. One hand. Emma instinctively turns around, grabs the gun, shoots Piper in the head, spraying Piper's blood all over her own face as Piper falls back into the water dead. Also, instinctively, no. Like I just said, Emma's not combat trained. She would not at, at all have been able to do that. I know. Some, you know, She never really shot that gun that Kieran gave her, and then right. she somehow knows how to shoot the gun. No, sorry. She would have gotten stabbed in the leg or something. One-handed, mind you. Perfect shot. Yeah. By the way, and like... No crazy kickback. Anyway, none of this. Nothing on this show is realistic in any way. Nope. 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 No, no, no. Oh, but the actress playing Piper, like, really gave it her all through the end there. Oh, yeah. She had some great, like, (laughs) like, looks on her face. and Yeah. Like, you. on the one hand, you'd be like, is she chewing the, the scenery? No. I think she's, like, meeting the right tone she's meeting, the, she's meeting the standards for a killer for good I agree nut, nutty killer you know yes audrey says nice shot and emma says they always come back i'm like have we been watching the original scream movies emma yeah have how we- do you know emma isn't this not have you done this before like what she's been paying attention to noah apparently emma crawls over to maggie as the camera pulls back with a crane shot of the lake After a commercial break, we see the sun rising over the lake. There are several boats with officers looking for Piper's body. Maggie is getting wheeled off to an ambulance when Emma stops them. Not sure why Emma's not on a gurney, considering she got stabbed in the gut, but... 
Okay. Yeah, they don't play it like she got injured at all. Yeah. Emma says, tells Maggie, you know, we made it. And they exchange I love yous before Maggie is put into an ambulance. Jake and Brooke sit on the hood of a police car. I'm like, who's allowing this, by the way? <laughs> um, Jake tells Brooke that they found Branson in Piper's trunk and he will be fine. I'm like, wait, her trunk? I thought she had a Jeep. Unless yeah. she was going to leave that and then she had another decoy car she was going to draw. I don't know. Yeah. Also, he's fine, but in police custody, right? Because he's a fucking he's still criminal. One of the murder. <laughs> um, Jake asks if she wants, you know, do you want me to go check on Branson? And she says, no, I'm good here with you. I'm like, oh, the romance is finally blossoming. Aww. Ew, but I think he might have like almost stabbed you to get you here, Brooke. So I don't know. That's Orlean's conspiracy theory. That's- also, how did Audrey avoid getting murdered? We never got an answer. Like, why would she have blacked out? She wasn't the murderer. We get kind of an answer, but not really. And soon. Um, Kieran walks over to Emma. He says, told you that gun might come in handy. She apologizes for doubting him and about his dad's death. She asks <laughs> if there's any way they can get past this. What? I'm like, and he says he thinks so. And I'm like, is this really the time to talk about your relationship, guys? Like, right? You're the- still covered in blood, Emma. The stuff that's happened in the last 12 hours has like upended their lives. And they're not dealing with that at all. Also, her mom could still die. Like I'm there there's no gravity. Can we get past this? Like past what people dying? Like mm, I don't know. She says she's going to ride with her mom to the hospital before getting into the ambulance as Noah and Audrey watch on. Noah says, "You got your classic showdown at the lake." Tying in past and present, to which Audrey's replies, and the survivor girl in the back of an ambulance, just like someone predicted, which is a nod to his, you can't do a slasher TV series speech from episode one. Yeah, but he did say everyone else would end up dead and she would be the last one standing, which did not happen. Right. I'll also like to note that Audrey still has a huge gash in her arm that hasn't been treated. Oh, my God. Even if everyone else's wounds have. I'm like, where's where's the EMT? What's going on? What's going on, guys? She's clear, huge. (laughs) It's a big-ass gash, bigger than other people's. (laughs) Noah says, well, you know, today we're all sitting in the back of the ambulance together. And he means it metaphorically because they all wouldn't fit. Audrey notes that she's glad that she saw Emma run into the woods and decided to follow her. Wait, How'd why would her? only Audrey follow if she was with everyone else? And then How'd why did it take her, her run into the woods? That's like, a good point. But also then why would it take her so long to shoot Piper? I know. Until like Emma was almost done for? Yeah. It's a little there's it's, a lot of questions still up in the air. Uh, yeah, considering it seems like we saw a lot, we really didn't. We didn't. We did not see a lot. There's a lot still up in the air. Noah says, you were a genuine crime-finding hero by Curious, and she says, right back at you, Virgin. The final music starts up, and Noah takes Audrey to get her, you know, arm patched up finally. We fade to various shots of the characters moving on in the aftermath. All the while, we hear Noah's voice narrate, and I have all this written out because it's important. He says, hey guys, this is Noah Foster. Local student and survivor of the Lakewood Slasher Murders. Guest podcasting the final chapter of Autopsy of a Crime for your former host, the now deceased criminal mastermind behind the killings, Piper Shaw. 
So having made it to the end of our very own slasher movie, I think we're all just processing what we've lost and how to move on. Staring death in the face has a way of making you want to be a little more forgiving. And then we see Audrey looks at news articles about the events online before looking at a picture of her and Emma and also of one of Brandon James. Noah continues as we see Emma come downstairs in her house to kiss Kieran. Maybe we'll find that the loss of someone we loved may lead to the promise of someone new. We now see Jake in his truck on his laptop, deleting what I can assume is the rest of the blackmail files he has. As Noah says, well, maybe, maybe will this see, blah, 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 blah. excuse me, Doug. <laughs> maybe we'll see this as a second chance to do things differently and make a change for the good or to wipe the slate clean and reinvent ourselves as someone new. As Branson is getting his belongings and leaving the police station. Why is he leaving a police station? I know. He has a lawyer, it looks like, so somehow he got out. Posted bail, I guess. I don't know. No, he continued. has been sleeping with a student. I don't know. A current student. The mayor's daughter. Okay, sure. Mayor's crooked, so maybe they don't care. You know. Noah says, at the end of the day, we are all just glad it's over and the Lakewood slasher is dead. But there's still one thing I can't figure out. Piper Shaw confessed to her crimes in classic villain fashion, but she didn't explain who attacked her and Well Belmont at the abandoned building. I mean, sure, she could have banged herself on the head and made up the story, but Will confirmed it later. During this, we are back at Audrey's, who is opening a secret safe that she has with many letters from Piper Shaw and it includes scribblings about Brandon James and Emma's dad. Noah says, Much as I love a good Hollywood ending, I can't help but wonder who was wearing the mask that night. Am I just overthinking it, or is there more to come? The final shot, we see Audrey burning the letters that Piper sent her. We hear the classic scream slash as the credits roll. The end of season one of Scream. Okay, so I have a question. Audrey broke into the Municipal Records building, not Piper, right? And stole the first mask. That's what we learned from those papers. Okay. That was Audrey stealing the mask a year ago. Hmm. Why? We have a lot of questions. We have a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Is she involved? Like you said, why did it take her so long to show up and shoot Piper? Um. Yeah, what was her relationship to Piper that we now know they had something of? Maybe it was Audrey on the phone who killed Rachel. In the remember because Rachel was supposedly talking to her. Oh my god, the, that would be you know, so awful! I can't even think about that. Tricking your own girlfriend and hey, I'm going to kill you. No, that's awful. It is but awful. It is. I mean, we've seen awful things in the show. I'm not saying it's impossible. Like we just said, we didn't see a lot of the scenes. We don't know where Audrey was as things were happening. Nope. We don't know her involvement to this. Now we really, we thought we knew her involvement until we see these letters. Oh. But also, I'm still wildly suspicious of Kieran. Why didn't he save the day? Where did he keep going alone? Why wasn't he keeping Emma safe at all times? What is up with him? Yeah. There are more secrets that we didn't know about. And, like, maybe he's not a murderer. Maybe he has a meth habit. 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> maybe he's getting some extra tutoring because he's failing math because none of these kids ever go to class and he's started not going to class too. And he's like, how do they pass? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just saying like he's doing something off by himself and it, it doesn't add up. It doesn't. It does not. So Orlean, overall, what did you think of this season rewatch? Did it end up better or worse the second time around? Oh my God. It's, I think this show had a lot of potential and blew it every single episode of this season. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be totally honest. I think, I think they had lofty aspirations and fell very short of them. And the actors are doing their best to like bridge that gap with sheer enthusiasm and murder faces. (laughs) It mostly made me laugh. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, it was when I watched it week to week before, I didn't know what to expect and everything. Obviously, I knew sure. who the killer was this time around and some of the things that happened. So I wasn't as shocked as before. There were a lot of things I forgot that happened that yeah, made a lot same. more sense the second time <laughs> around. But anyway, yeah, I don't I don't know. I just uh, it, it was better the first time, obviously, because I didn't know what to expect. And I wasn't paying attention to the little things. I was just kind of accepting of it as it goes. So. This time I was like, wow, yeah, this doesn't add up. This isn't as good as the first time, but it's still fun. It's still good, quote, trash TV, if you think about it. So, oh, yeah, I just I think trying to rewatch it for something like this to actually explain it and like tear it apart and look at it. You can see that we don't have all the puzzle pieces to solve the mystery. And I think that's why it's partly unsatisfying. We get (laughs) to the end and we're like, wait. I feel like I didn't have all the pieces in the box that I was supposed to. Yeah. And did they know who the killer was going to be from the get go or did they make up their minds toward the end? You know? Yeah. I originally assumed they had this whole thing plotted out, but rewatching it, I was like, wow, I think they left it open in so many episodes because they wanted to be able to say it was someone else. Yeah. Like the sheer number of red herrings all the way up until the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, then just makes me like extra suspicious of people like Kieran because I'm like, there's something off about him. His hair hide secrets. Like it we does said. hide secrets and probably hair gel. A lot That's of it. the secret. <laughs> oh, audience, would you like to see or hear more of the Scream TV series in the rewatch recap eventually? No. Maybe no. season two? Oh, God, no. <laughs> or, you know, what show would you like to hear Arlene and I recap next? We have ideas, but you never know. We can be swayed in another direction. Let us know and shout out to us on our socials. You can find Arlene at Spooky Arlene on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Spooky, A-U-R-E-L-I-E-N. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap, or you can find me on Twitter or TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. Oh, just my last comment is that if you've made it this far listening to us and watching this show, thank you. And uh, we're all sitting in the back of an ambulance together. Aww. And you know what? We'll be revitalized if you, like, hit that subscribe button and, you know, (laughs) also rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or Good Pods or wherever else you listen. That'd be awesome. Uh, (laughs) 
We'll make it out alive. We'll make it out alive. Don't forget, next week there's an entire new show coming your way as Kay from Fuck My Work Life joins me to rewatch and recap the entire 19-episode run of the Cancel Too Soon 90s series, My So-Called Life. And I'm uh, looking forward to that. So thank you, Orlean, for reliving the Scream journey with me. And for both of us, be careful who's calling you and stay safe, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>